Welcome to another episode of Guiding Green. In this episode, we talk about the recent tragic breakup of Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson. So, 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 so sad. And Derek Ganja interviews his sister. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening. This is Guiding Green. This is Guiding Green, the only marijuana lifestyle comedy podcast. And today, we have to talk about something Dude, pretty serious. I have, I have fucking terrible news, man. Oh, no. It's really bad. Shit. What we're, happened? We're not going to like it. It's not good. Um, really bad news. I'm going to need to hit that before. Shout out to Stizzy for making an adorable vape that... Might get you high if you pull it hard enough. How as, much did that cost? Um, this whole thing costs around 55 on Sundays because dispensaries on Sundays are like 25% off in California. Oh, California. Yeah. Cool. Um, Vegas dispensaries definitely suck compared to them. Unless they Probably. want to sponsor the they podcast. They haven't been around as long. <laughs> Unless they want to sponsor the podcast. If they want to sponsor, they totally can. Anyway, bad Anyways, news. Really, really bad, bad news. news. The what I was thinking was going to be the couple of our lifetime, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson, have ended their engagement and split up, and I'm wondering who's going to take the pet pig that they have. Um, they have a pet pig. He just went on SNL like two weeks ago and talked about his engagement to her. The pet pig. They have a pet pig. What? You didn't know that? No. Oh, yeah, Is that really... cute or psychotic? Um, It's cute until it gets too big and then it's psychotic. Because you're in New York City. <laughs> you don't want a fucking pig in New York City. What if you're no, like... A, this isn't like fucking the South. What if they're like really hungry one day and they're like super stoned and they like ran out of bacon? Okay, Would they so kill their pet? I'm pretty sure that Ariana Grande is, I vegan. Think, is definitely vegetarian. For sure. I don't know about Pete. Has there ever been anything more like locked in than Ariana Grande being vegan slash vegetarian? No, that that's about it. That's about like the most bankable shot. And shout Paul out, Pierce. shout out to Ariana Grande. But actually, no, fuck you. I don't think that love exists anymore. Yeah, dude, um, love is definitely dead. Cause I'm, and and it's easy for us to say this because we're both single, single. Which, like, if you're listening to this, you're probably thinking. How are these guys single? They're so <laughs> funny and cool. <laughs> Thank you. But um, but we are. And, and I don't think that love is possible for anyone because if Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson can't find love with each other, can anyone find love? Now that picture of her looking up at him with the lollipop in her mouth, it's so sad. It's a reminder of failure and heartbreak. I just... Uh... And I recommend everyone watch The Notebook by yourself tonight. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and eat some ice cream. Wait, okay. So who do you think Ariana Grande is going to... Date next? Date next. Ooh, I'm thinking definitely rapper. I'm thinking like a random person. Childish Gambino. Like a, a New York socialite who has like super rich parents, but no one really knows who they are. 
and they haven't done anything with their careers, and they're probably going to be like three, a dude three years younger. Than so her. you want it to be like Gossip Girl? Yeah, she'll date one of the guys from Gossip Girl. How about she dates Serena Vander Woodson? Vander what? Vander. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a guy that she dates. If she dated a New York socialite and she was a chick, I'd be so down. And love is back. The love would be back. Love is back. <laughs> I mean, if no, dude, because then Pete's gonna be so sad. Okay, who's He'd be Pete? The gonna, man, though. Who's Pete gonna date next? Um, definitely the daughter of a very influential comedy writer. He already did that. Oh, whoops. Um, I don't know. What if he goes older, like Jennifer Aniston? Maybe not. Just, she's a little too old, I think. But no, dude. someone he's he's our age. So if he dated someone in their thirties, that would be cool. What if Pete Davidson dated Mike Pence? No, 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 no. Melania Trump. I don't. That would be I such guess, a flex. I guess since we learned that love doesn't exist, that means that no one is. If Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson aren't safe, yes, then no marriage is safe. So. It's then we could assume that Melania and Donald might be on the rocks. Did you see her interview, by the way? No, that was on like Good Morning. How's she doing? Or something. She said that um, women who are, she told women who are going to report cases of sexual harassment or assault that they should only do it if they have hard evidence. And if they don't have evidence, they should be quiet. Um, which it's so it's just pretty fucked up. <sighs> Why did she say that? Because what the fuck is wrong with these people? Why do you even mention it? And then did you hear Donald Trump talk about Robert her E. Lee? Safari outfit, dude. What a fucking idiot, bro. Shut the fuck up, Melania. How about you just shut the fuck up? We all know what you did. You suck dick to become. Fucking first lady. So congratulations, like, bitch. Okay, okay. Shut the fuck up about this stuff. To give her credit, though. She must have done a great job sucking his little mushroom. No, no. Th- th- think <laughs> about her perspective, though. I actually don't fault her for being first lady. She's a model in Europe or wherever the fuck she's from. And then she goes to New York when she's in her 20s as a model and then meets Donald Trump, who's the super supposedly it's like a rags to riches gold digger story it's like any gold digger story except in 99.999 percent of gold digger stories the guy doesn't end up becoming president well no because the guy's happy being a billionaire he doesn't want to fucking yeah fuck with shit and so she probably thought he would be like that but no he's like presidential i know he i know she definitely didn't want to be first lady yeah for sure yeah but she needs to just shut the fuck up about this stuff well, to her credit, she has... What does been, hard evidence mean? It's so subjective. Well, and also to her credit, um, she has been super quiet, which is why this interview is such a big what deal. It was like her first big interview since being first and lady. And you say this? It, what, what, of many other things she said, too. I know, but do you understand what I'm saying? Like, you can't say one of these buzzwords. People jump on that shit. Oh, yeah. Kanye had a pretty good interview, but then he mentioned the 13th Amendment and all credibility flew out the window. I didn't think his interview was very good. He's... Dude, he, he does this shit now. Like, in an interview, he, like, looks at a random person in the back. He goes, can I, can I see you? Can I see you? You're giving me so much energy, and there's love and positive vibrations. And it's like, dude, somebody needs to punch you in the fucking face. Oh, that'd be really satisfying to watch. What if it was Kim 
if Kim punched Kanye and it hurt and no, he cried. Dude, you don't want or their, Rob Kardashian. You don't want their kids growing up to see that. Oh, that's really fucked up. Sorry, I take yeah. that back. Then Rob you Kardashian. Think of the kids, man. Or Caitlyn. Caitlyn Jenner. That'd be a curveball. Caitlyn Jenner punching Kanye. Caitlyn could probably throw a pretty good punch. Dude, she's an Olympic athlete. I bet no, Caitlyn's a Caitlyn's a Republican. She probably likes Kanye. Yeah, she'll probably punch some other part. Which, like, I don't Sorry. understand. <laughs> you tried to move past that. And no, be professional. I, it took me a while to process, <laughs> to process that comment. That Jeez. family must have, like, the strangest sex life com- combined. They're probably fucking I mean, nonstop all the time. Jesus. I, I don't know. Dude. It'd be tiring to be in that family. What does Rob feel like? Because he's not having as much sex well, as everyone. Dude, he's like a mess. Yeah. He's fucked up. One of them has to be super fucked up. And it was Rob. It was totally him. Because he's the only dude, too. Or maybe he's the only reason. Oh, yeah. Imagine being the only dude and those being your sisters. And they're just plowing through NBA players. And you're like this pudgy little Armenian. Not even the plowing. It's just they have a freaking TV show because your sister blew Ray J. And then... And then they like run, dude, like you're like billionaire lip kits and shit. That's nuts. So this all started through Ray J's dick. That dick needs to be in the Hall of Fame. This all started because of Pete and Ariana. And R.I.P. to love. Love is dead. Love. love is dead. Love is dead. I am Tommy Wiseau. Which is funny because our last episode was literally about dating love. is fun. Love not being dead, but Ooh. love is love is dead. Until something delightful happens. Which, Who are we interviewing today? Uh, my sister. So there is no such thing as nepotism. Sister Ganja. Sister Ganja. Not Ganja we interviewing. Sister. You actually did this one by yourself yes. because I was being fussy and I went to bed. But it's okay because we're versatile enough to be able to do that and it not be a problem. That's true. Bang. I haven't listened to it yet. Yes. So it's kind of funny. She rips. She basically roasts me. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it's like so daily life it. in our house. Basically like daily life. We do kind of make fun of you a lot. Yeah. Me and Theo. Theo's, Theo's sleepy right now. He's not here. Well, he's um, here in the house, but he's not like here, here. I'm very spacey, so I don't remember half the shit, so I don't really care. Of the interview? No, the insulting. Oh. So. It's no, not that's fine. Deal. It's done done out of love. It's it only because we know you can take it. That's oh why we... God. Reference to Sean Rock's gaming. <laughs> Was that oh, literally yeah, the same exact line? It's not because you know it's out of love. It's because <laughs> you can take it. Shout out to Sean, Sean our bleep year old friend. His interview is cool. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, I think it's like episode six or seven. We honestly think it's our best episode so far, and we'll stop <laughs> being meta. No, we can't rank our podcast guest. Yeah, but. He did have a mansion and like movie theater and candy. Okay, he paid us in Skittles, and that's pretty generous. <laughs> that's the most we've gotten paid. Um, Taste the Rainbow. Yeah, shout out. Shout out Pete Sk- Davidson. Skittles? And Ariana Grande. God. Love is blind. Pete. And dead. Poor Pete. Yeah, it's going to be okay. Just know that. Ariana's definitely going to move on faster than you. Know that um, her f- if anything comes out that you did anything less than perfect in your relationship, her fans oh, are going yeah. to castrate you. So um, let's hope it's a clean break. Maybe they'll go back together. What if she posts a tweet now that saying that his dick is really small? 
that would just make her look bad for being a liar in the beginning you know oh interesting or maybe his dick is really small but in public she says it's big to give him more confidence so then he'll perform better oh so it grows like that extra it's, quarter inch that phantom quarter yeah inch. the phantom she just wanted him to unleash the phantom <laughs> quarter so she the really phantom fluffed him up in public oh man yeah that phantom quarter dude it's the difference between like regular saying you have a regular (laughs) regular trojan and a magnum you know exactly and we only wear magnums here no sponsor not a sponsor not a sponsor we don't believe in condoms just kidding we totally do we totally do you should totally wear them totally wear them to prevent stds and pregnancy be safe out there. unless you're trying to have a kid or get an std then don't wear one don't try to get an std though i will this is derek what if you're experimenting for science or something this is Derek Ganja, and I hope nobody decides to get STDs. But if you get one, like, let's hope you get chlamydia. Um, how was your weekend, by the way? It was good. I, I was home alone. Nice. I hung out with a podcast puppy. We cuddled a lot. I studied a lot. I did some stuff with the local music scene here in Las Vegas. That, Shout out. Bleep. You know, if this is the beginning of an episode, and this might be your first time around, at the end of every episode, we do a song of the day and a lot of times we feature local las vegas bands and a lot of times we don't so stay tuned for the song of the day which is at the end of the episode you gotta listen to the whole thing the whole thing or fast forward or fast forward feel free to do either or you could fast forward and listen to the song right now and then you could go back and listen to the rest of this episode yeah and the minute mark of that is bleep what just kidding we're not gonna tell you no, just you'll get... just have to fast forward. Just yeah. keep fast forwarding through nice. the whole episode. Fast forward towards the end of your relationship like Ariana and Pete did. Ouch. I just like... Maybe relationships <sighs> are a waste of time. What bro. happened? I wonder what happened. Like, do you think they just started fighting? Like, she's obviously going through some shit and she's a What diva. shit? Mac Miller oh. dying, her Manchester concert bombing. How far long ago was that? I don't know. Like, you're going to be scarred for life for if a concert gets bombed. Yeah. Not that I've had any experience with that, but I imagine you'd be scarred for life. Yeah. But, okay, like, so why get engaged if you're going to freaking break up, like, a month later? Dude, didn't somebody in this room get engaged and break up after a month? Yeah, and I already did it, so Ariana Grande doesn't have to. Okay. So don't get engaged and break up a month later. Just get them pregnant and then get pregnant. Well, okay, okay. Honestly, it was fine when I did it because we aren't celebrities, so I didn't have to deal with any backlash or anyone telling me how dumb I was because only a few people... Except for the people at the surf club. Except for the people who, like, knew what was up, but very few people did. This is probably news to some of my friends (laughs) listening to this about my past engagement, but... okay. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> you got was, past it. I really wasn't engaged. I, I still don't know if I actually was engaged or not. Um, what constitutes an engagement in the court of law? Nothing, because like, it's signed... not a binding contract. Yeah, like, there's no... I could say I got engaged last night. It's just... If my for... friend corroborated the story. I'm still not sure if I was serious about it or not, and I don't know if she was or I not. think it was like, uh, haha, this is a joke, but is it really? It was a joke that we let go on a little too long. Yeah. No. That's what stoners do, and then they overthink it. And then they, they and, break up. And they move on to... And, yeah. then, and then they're single... 
And then they you know what's funny is I've else. I've mm. broken up with more people than I've gotten with this year because of what I just did. You can't get with people though. People aren't objects to be gotten. Well, the word phrasing was bad. Yeah, yeah gotten bad. with hooking up. I don't know. That implies you got something. Oh. Got with, not got. Sometimes you do get something. You get the pleasure of making someone else their pleasure. Company or Yes, the, the physic physicality. We have of, lots of sex, if you can't tell. Me and you. Not us together. Together, no, separate. Separate. Lots. Entities. We're very we're very um, hypersexual people. No, I wouldn't say hyper. I feel like we're just we're just really, really like clearly good at it. Because <laughs> Can we <laughs> change the subject? <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is where People are going to start to tune out. Okay, so we should probably end this and yeah. get to the interview. It is with Sister Ganja. Sister Ganja. Derek Ganja's sister, who, what, tell us about her a little bit. So, thank you, B. And, uh, B Simpson. So she, I'm one of those people that only goes by my first and last name together. Like, you can't separate Just it. B. B Simpson. B Simpson. Cool. People, no one calls me B. Okay, B Simpson. I know some some of my friends sometimes call me B, but I really prefer just B Simpson. Yeah, they're like, stop being such so busy, B. B Simpson. Okay, cool. B Simpson. Okay, B Simpson. Anyways, she's uh, lives in Australia full time. She has two kids. She runs a business, and uh, she's just picked up flipping houses as a hobby on the side. So. She runs a wedding card business. She's insane. Jesus. She should have a TLC show. She uh, is on such a higher level of operation than me. It's impressive. She should have a TLC show. I would. That sounds like I would watch. That. <laughs> Busy moms. <laughs> yeah, like a badass power mom with who's a millionaire just like running. Sh- I guess that's <coughs> that's literally what Keeping Up with the Kardashians is. <laughs> yeah. Also, the Ooh. show Scandal. That's Should not we watch real. Keeping Up with the Kardashians? That's not real, though. I don't want to watch that. I've watched it before. It's Do you know what typical Miami, Florida so sorority girl is? Someone who watches that religiously yes, they has go. it on TV 24-7. Yeah, Wine Wednesdays and Scandal. And, like, being on Instagram, but, like, not being about it. Anyway, um, <laughs> if you have any questions or comments or concerns, you can email us, guidinggreenbusiness at gmail.com. You could tweet at guiding... Un- underscore green or something and or instagram y- yeah but if you and the instagram's at guiding green podcast but um we're learning how to do social media better. yeah you <laughs> might have out. sent some dumb dms so sorry about that yeah well not dumb dms we just we're, we're very awkward people trying we're just to get so podcasts, yes. like if you can't tell by now we're we're pretty awkward yeah but we're great at interviewing people because we ask the hard questions yeah. Like, why would you move to Mexico City? Just kidding. Oh, yeah. Stay tuned for an interview about an episode two about travel. And we interview Adrian from the podcast Strangers Abroad podcast. And she tells us how great Mexico City is. And it's compelling stuff. And a lot of other stuff. So that was cool. That was the first interview we did with someone who was like a complete stranger. And yeah. That was like our first time. She was nice. She has a great name. Very nice. Very cool. Great, great name. Very, yeah. Shout out people with the name Adrian. Yeah.
You inspire me. This is God and Green, the only marijuana lifestyle comedy podcast. You got it. Three, two, one. This is Guiding Green, the only marijuana lifestyle comedy podcast. And today we have a special guest, and it is my sister. And she has flown all the way from Australia. This is Derek Ganja, and B had to go to bed early. So tonight will be a solo ride, but I'm going to interview you and kind of hear about you and your life story. So just right off the bat, uh, you're a business owner, you're a mother of two, and I don't know how you have time during your week, so just talk about how you juggle it. Um, first of all, I'm really excited. Who are you, by the way? Your name. <laughs> and where are you from? Do I get to make up a name as well? You can if you want, but we're probably going to use your real name for Instagram. That's going to really suck balls. Yeah. So. Okay. So since we're giving up my identity, mm-hmm. I'm Kishwa. Mm-hmm. Um, mother of two, Beautiful flown all kids. the way here from Australia to be on your show. Um, I'm a huge fan of um, Guiding Green and Derek. <laughs> and I have to say before we start, that logo is just amazing. Like, I thought it was just Guiding. So did my son. So did everyone else I gave stickers to. But apparently it's Guiding Green. So Derek Gange is a very subtle marketer. And it was almost too subtle. And too artsy. Mm. We're and working on it. Especially if you print the, you know, the, uh, what's it called? The logo. The logo. If you, call, if you print the logo in black and white, it'll just be called guiding. And so you have a keen eye for this, and why is that? So I'm a graphic designer. Uh-huh. Um, and I've always sort of had this designing streak. So after finishing up in business school mm-hmm. for my undergrad, flew off to London, uh, married my high school sweetheart and went to the University of the Arts in London. Very cool. And currently you run a wedding card business. So how's that been going? You have clients all over the world. What is it like? How do you make deadlines? So because um, I have clients all over the world, uh-huh. um, it's a lot of social media Mm -hmm. and sort of not focusing on being in one Mm -hmm. city in one country because that's so restrictive and the type of um, cards I do is for a very very specific market and because it's so niche I probably wouldn't be able to serve one single city so in terms of clients I deal with it by you know keeping in touch with everyone on different platforms like whatsapp or Mm -hmm. Viber or Messenger, and we'd yeah. sort of bounce off our social platforms, and that's how it works. How has social media impacted that business? How is it? Social media has sort of grown the wedding industry. So I didn't mm-hmm. really come from a printing, uh, uh, an events or wedding mm-hmm. background. Um, we were always in commercial printing. Yep. And I found that more and more and more, being in the pre-press, I wasn't able to really use my creative side. Yep. So once we went from offset printing to digital, mm-hmm. this whole events printing and creative, you know, event yep. sort of pre-planning, like being the backward integration to wedding planners, turned out to be a really, really fun industry. And I got mm-hmm. to be, you know, use my social side and meet all the yeah. who's who brides of, you know, 
the world, um, yes. mainly Indian brides. Um, <laughs> they're um, not needy. They're not needy. They're not bridezillas. They don't just have the biggest weddings in the whole freaking world. And so, they're not special princesses. No. Oh, neither are the princes who are their... <laughs> Yes. Yep. Equal opportunity. Equal opportunity. We don't want to leave out the princes of the world because, you know, you are the most beautiful person in your mother's eye and an Indian mother knows best. So this goes, we had a, we had some very interesting conversations on, we drove from Vegas to LA to take my niece and nephew to Universal. We had some interesting uh, debates, not debates, conversations. One of them was that uh, you you brought this topic up, this observation, and I, I tend to agree, is that there are these brown male actors like Hassad Minaj or Aziz Ansari, they kind of make it, but their portrayal of brown girls isn't the most flattering. In fact, their portrayal of brown girls is kind of like... Sorry. Yeah, no, go for it. Don't get I high just with have your a older sisters. Just kidding, just kidding. We're not getting high. We're just having a conversation about Aziz Ansari <coughs> and his poor portrayal of Indian women. <coughs> what say you after you? When I can talk again. <laughs> when you can talk. Oh my God. How do you do a that podcast a mu- and this? <laughs> exactly. We're multi-talented. <coughs> um, so, yeah, what we were talking about is it's fantastic mm-hmm. that um, brown people all of a sudden can relate to a celebrity who's not a poo yes i mean now you have more than yeah i know but for us it doesn't matter because we're from finland that's the running joke is that Uh, we're from finland so me and you are finnish okay but i'm from those bengali and (laughs) indian people there are some funny folk (laughs) anyway anyways um yeah so uh, you know when you see actor when you see comedians mm-hmm. who have netflix specials and then they go on to do some movies and yeah. you know aziz ansari was in parks and recreation and yep. then he had master of none that was really his breakthrough role mm-hmm. no matter how many indian men or brown men are sort of breaking through and making it in hollywood they always seem to give off this impression mm-hmm. that brown girls are needy and somewhat colluding with their mothers to try and marry them. Yeah. And every portrayal of a brown girl is that they're either a bimbo trying to get married or even when you see um, Raja's girlfriend. Was it his sister? Sorry. Raja's sister. sister. Might have been sister. Yeah, Raja's yeah, sister, sister dates Leonard at one point. Oh, okay. Yeah. So even then, first of all, she's got a strong Indian accent. and Which is not accurate. Which is not really accurate yeah. because Indians don't all talk like a poor. No. Every Indian mm-hmm. you see in media doesn't always have to have a very, very sort of, um, you know, funny accent and yes. they shake their heads and they talk like this. You know, you, mm-hmm. you don't really need to have that portrayal mm-hmm. of Indians um, because it's like, doing blackface or using the n-word it's just not cool anymore yes very true um honestly because i have you know a sister like you who calls me out if i make broad generalizations (laughs) which is great for me especially about women especially about women but i've got and fat people and fat people you've offended everyone now oops (laughs) actually no i'm pretty respectful but i can honestly say i've had that same that's that same mindset that aziz has but i was like what 18 19 Mm. years old it's just 
I stopped being 18 and 19 years old and I kind of grew up and it would be nice if they kind of did the same thing. Absolutely. And let brown girls be brown girls, let them be happy. If that's with yeah. brown people or white people or black people, it's a free world. So Absolutely. Yeah. I think um, more and more we're sort of heading towards mm-hmm. a point where we don't really see gender, we don't see colour. People say that all the time, I don't see colour, but it seems to oh, be the thing that sure. you say because you do see colour. Yes. But you want to appear not to. Like when people have that black friend that they keep bringing up. Yeah, or right? that one female good role model they have in their life so they think they're not sexist. Or two of them. So <laughs> I don't know who we're talking about. Um, so interesting tidbit, you were married early. Yes. How did you kind of adjust with that? What was that like? Were your friends in the same boat or? No. So okay. first of all, um, I had a child, my first child, nine and a half years ago. And I was married a year before that. So that was really early on because I'm 22 now. You're t- obviously. <laughs> That's disgusting because very... that would have made me 12. Yes. We mm. don't endorse that in the No, no. Pockets. It's not an Indian thing. No. Child brides is... It's a, a Finnish world thing. problem. It's a Finland thing. <laughs> Shout out Finland. <laughs> because the Finnish people are dialing in now. They're like, we should we overlook this show. Hey, we have some listeners in Finland. <laughs> so they, they are the target base for this podcast. Because we are two kids who went to business school and we got really good grades. And we are going to build the most popular podcast in Finland. In Finland. Look, if Finland is noticing us, I feel like we've made it. Oh, for sure. I feel like if the, if this conversation falls on yes. Finnish ears, I might quit my job and just be like, I'm done. I made it. Just because America's stock is a little bit down. Just a teensy bit down. I feel like you would have a lot of American listeners. <laughs> we do have a lot of American listeners. Can we safely assume that... A hundred percent of your listeners are American. No, <laughs> it's actually not. So, so go we on. have, I think two or three percent are coming from Finland and then rubbish. Yeah. And then we had one, Finland? one or two from Thailand. Wow. wow. So we're, we're kind the of Thai getting, really know they have good taste. Exactly. They have very good they're taste. Pa- they're listening to this. Have you ever had Thai food? It's delightful. I think we ate Thai food we, yesterday. Yes, we did. Yeah. It's like a rhetorical. Have you ever had Thai food? Oh, right, right. (laughs) Anyways, we've gotten very meta. But to go back, you got married super young. You were the first in your friend circle? Definitely the first people to get married. What was that like? So it was kind of cool because because we were so young and we were like sort of, Mm -hmm. you know, putting a ring on it and shackling down. It feels really awkward because it's at an age where people should be traveling the world uh-huh. or making mistakes or doing something adventurous and naive and, yeah. you know, really crazy. Yet here we were starting a really serious step in our life. Mm-hmm. And because our friends were all going through that sort of living by the seat of your pants sort of stage. I can think of a few people right off the bat. Yeah, who, do, who didn't settle down until 10 years after us. Yeah. Um. It, it was kind of cool because it meant we didn't uh-huh. need to be serious at all. The way we raised our f- oldest child yeah. compared to the baby I have now, you know, who have a seven-year gap between mm-hmm. them, the oldest one would just, you know, I'd pick up a bag, mm-hmm. I'd book some tickets and would, you know, fly to Maui for no reason he from Melbourne. He was a little bro. He was like part of the posse. Absolutely. Yeah. And so he had all these really cool uncles. Mm-hmm. 
Um, like Derek over here. Like Derek Ganja. Shout out me. <laughs> Hashtag DG. Hashtag DG. <laughs> Nothing to do with Dolce and Gabbana. She's so proud. <laughs> she's <laughs> blushing. It's it's she's radiant. I've never seen you more proud of in your life. Of you and this podcast. Yes. I'm I'm just surprised you have Finnish and tirelessness. We're expanding our horizon. I feel like it's like the Finn Thai market. <laughs> okay, so we can talk about this off the pod, but we usually do like hashtag Finland. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's that one guy following the hashtag. And he's like, exactly. Represent. So guess who's going to get listeners from Australia? Oh, These I'm guys. I'm telling all my friends. Because of hashtag Australia. <laughs> God bless you, Instagram. I love you. Okay, we we have serious ADD. What we are doing today is we are reviewing a pen, and it is called the Bam Lime Flavored. It is a sativa, which I'm I'm a fan of sativa. I think you can be uh, productive, and you can take a few hits, go about your day, do some things. So I disagree. I think it knocks you right out. <laughs> So you're very new to pen life, and in Vegas, everything's legal and free, so it's not a big deal So when Derek handed me this pen before we were about to go on a whole weekend trip with the entire family, three <laughs> generations, he hands me like this pen. Like a wholesome, wholesome no, family vacation. So before, like an hour, half an hour before we are about to all like embark on this journey with like our entire family, uh-huh. he hands me a pen. I'm thinking, I've seen one of these before. It's I've seen, a jewel. I thought it was a jewel. I thought it was like a, you know, like mint or cappuccino yeah. or watermelon or double apple mint for all the Arabs out there. <laughs> With those perfect beards. Can't forget. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You guys are gorgeous. <laughs> so pretty. So, this is, so pretty. I feel like we've offended everyone now. That's the whole point. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm a really she's good really person. nice. She's really it's I'm, me. I'm so nice. It's oh, him. I bring it's the worst. It's the pen. Out. It's the pen. Do not smoke this pen. Sh- it makes you shout out our do. little brother for jewel life because he's the biggest jeweler. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, anyway. you rip this pen. <clears throat> so, um, I'm taking a good puff, and Derek turns around. I, I turn around to Derek, and I'm like, ah, oh, what a strange flavor. That's like marijuana flavor. And he's like, it is marijuana. <laughs> and my face just dropped. I was like, why would anyone give me pot? <laughs> just as we're about to drive to LA with everybody for three days. Why? My- I don't do this. Like, I love the whole Guiding Green uh-huh. podcast. And I, I just, I love this chat. And this is something I would do, like, sort of, this is my big Vegas night. <laughs> and this is really bad for me. But it's really fun and cool. So, as you can imagine, my tolerance is yes. really low. And I get really nervous about these things. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so I was a little bit high as we <laughs> drove to LA. And then we did what? Well. We went to In-N-Out because even Australians love In-N-Out. There's a mystery. I had to have in and out. Yes, there was this mystery about it, but it wasn't as good as you remember. No, no. Yeah. In all fairness, I had yeah. the last time I had an in and out burger was 20 years ago mm-hmm. in 1997. When you were negative eight. That's right. Oops. Before I was born, <laughs> it was in the math vitro. Is off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. 
before I came out of the VJJ. So yeah, without my sister, I would know nothing about the reproductive no, process. No, he thought Whoa. babies comes out of butts. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big baby butt guy. <laughs> big baby butt guy. But anyways, the reason we went to LA was to take the babies uh, to Universal Studios. Except we got high on the way. Exactly. We got high on the way. But I want to go back to that, to that following day. And mm. that was an interesting day because we met up with my best friend. And his girlfriend, shout out Dance to Trance on Instagram, and her baby girl. Nice. And your baby girl and her baby girl became friends like within four or five I minutes. I know. I know. That was amazing. They were holding hands. They were doing mm-hmm. twirls. It was all very cute. So one of the interesting things about that day was there's this thing called the stizzy, which <laughs> is like a pen. Yep. And we brought it into Universal and we were riffing it the whole time. That's why we were such good uncles. Yeah, that's why you guys ate like crazy people. So we went to the oh, Harry God. Potter world. And then we went to the Harry Potter world restaurant. And they had mm. like these massive English feasts. So they had like, you could have like fish and chips or yeah. shepherd's pie. Oh, or like all these like really English, British uh-huh. meals because it's Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Derek and his best friend... Between the two of them and his brother who had, like, popped something in the morning. Okay, right? <laughs> yeah. When we picked him up, he was blazed as fuck. He was blazed as everything <laughs> on the Transformer ride and then the Mummy ride <laughs> and then the Harry Potter line. That long, every Harry Potter line. <laughs> oh, my like, God. The line from hell. Like, 19 minutes, I could have gone home. Like, I could have gone back to Australia. The line from hell. Yeah. Like, I could have actually flown from Australia by that time that line finished. I love Harry Potter, but it's they're taking it too far, these Harry Potter nerds. It's like, like it? For sure, like it. You hated it. As soon as we we stepped into Harry Potter world, you're like, nerds. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, ah, yeah, there were people walking around in capes with wands. With a Z on their head, with a dumbass glasses, and this idiot, Derek, looks at them and goes, nerds. It's like, what are you doing in Harry Potter world? He was like the Ralph in Harry Potter world. Oh my God. It's like the Simpsons world carried into the Harry Potter world, and Bart Simpson was just plummeting rocks at these guys. That was Derek Ooh, and Harry Dumbledore. Potter. Dumbledore. Snape. Nice one, Snape. It was so bad. Oh, my he God. Was, he was, it was pretty ridiculous. There yeah, but you shouldn't have gone. You don't go to Harry Potter World okay. and call them nerds. Yeah, but that feast. <laughs> then, then they ordered this massive-ass platter of meat yes. and ribs. Like I think there was a pig there suckling an apple. You know, It was just this massive meat platter. And then they danced around with some salad in the beginning. And I was like, uh, did you guys order that platter with a cow, a pig and a lamb? Like, like, like four chickens on there. Who eats four chickens? And Derek, his best friend, and his young brother who had popped something in the morning, feasted like Harry Potter animals. Like you guys were like, I felt like we were in this prehistoric setting. In this, like, really awesome, cool, gothic-type oh church God. building, yes. you guys order this fucking feast and eat it like you were fucking cavemen. Like, you guys were going for it. I felt like we were in, like... Oh, my God. It, like, it was like being in King Henry VIII's rule. That's know? what it felt Let's like. Let's feast. And we're, like, eating these massive turkey <laughs> we legs. We were high-fiving each other. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
Like, uh, it was awful. Well, it was a savage display yeah, of yeah. food and love. Me and the other girl on the table, just the two of us. You guys we were classy as fuck. Oh, no, just say Dance to Trance because that's your Instagram. Oh, dance, at Dance to Trance. At Dance to Trance. At Dance to Trance. <laughs> so, where yeah, we were just, we had some fish and chips and we shared mm-hmm. the plate with our daughters who were besties. Sons. Oh, yeah, and yeah, son. Yeah. So, like, we were just watching these men go to town. Yeah. We were proving the male stereotype right. No, just kidding. But we were also drinking ciders. And then what happened to us right after we finished that feast? They were done with the park. They were done with the day. (laughs) (laughs) Time to go home. (laughs) We we became such dads. (laughs) You made them so happy. They were just so happy they'd eaten so much meat. And then they were left (laughs) with the kids. And they were just like really happy, nice people. And we're like, oh, we're going to have like a craft beer or something. That's what classy people do. Uh, anyway, so how yeah. long is this podcast? Uh, we can keep going. Uh, we have a few more things I want to touch on. Okay, quick. One was I became, I was a very good uncle that day. I cleaned up some puke. Fantastic. So, I cleaned up your puke. Yes, back in Several the times. <clears throat> yeah, no, you're good. You're good now sister. you're cleaning my kid's puke. It's Appreciate a circle it. of life. Um, can I say that what followed the next day was one of the greatest days a family has ever had in terms of eight people? So we, we went to the Getty to go see all the art and stuff. And I lasted 45 seconds before I <laughs> went to guy, go party with my best friend. No, no. This guy goes there and then he's like, yeah, so we're going this way. I'm like, oh, are you going to like start in hall seven and go backwards? Because that's going to be such a cool take. Aren't you a you know, savvy art lover? Yes. And I was just like really impressed that I'd gone, you know, I'm going to do hall three and then four and I'm going to end with the impressionist. I might start with some, you know, grandmaster. She's classy as fuck. So I'm like mapping out. I'm like completely having this massive sort of star moment in the Getty. Mm-hmm. I'm completely freaking out by, you know, the possibility of seeing Renoir right next to Van Gogh, right mm-hmm. next to Monet. It was amazing. This guy's like, oh, no, we're not going inside. We're going to the cafe. <laughs> I was like, wow, it's like if Tom Cruise was sitting next to Nicole Kidman, was sitting next to Brad Pitt, who was like sitting on Amal Clooney's lap with George Clooney. Even if you had, like, for me, it was like seeing superstars in yeah. the Getty and you're like, I'm going to go to the cafe. It just, that was probably the most I was sexist. Shocked. I'm like, you don't want to go inside? That was the most sexist thing I said all all weekend because I said the boys will go to the cafe <laughs> and the girls will go do the art stuff. And I didn't mean to say it that way, but it came out that way. So I apologize in advance to people that get offended by those types of things. <laughs> Having said that, I didn't pull him up for his sexism. Mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah, sure, go. Everyone just leave. So what happened was you ended up staying back and you had your artistic awakening. Absolutely. It was amazing. And what so I did exciting. was I left everyone to go to a club and I saw this DJ group, their name's Tin Liquor, play in America for the first time. So I spent like three hours at this club partying while you guys were doing the whole patio thing. We met up with my brother at USC and then we went to this place called Grand Central Market. And that place was a pretty solid, diverse area yeah that was amazing what's your favorite part i just I you've lo- never been there no i've never been there i've yeah. never been to grand central central market in la the best part was just the food <clears throat> was really really on point 
It yeah. wasn't just going to another sort of hipster place mm-hmm. and they're trying to be cool and they're trying to revive, you know, food from all corners of the world. Sometimes you, you go Why to do you think that is in terms of Grand Central? Why it's like that? Why it's cool? No, why is the food so fresh? Why is it, why is it there? Oh, I think it is better than the other places like, that feel more like food courts. Uh-huh. Grand Central is good because it did not feel like a food court. Yes. It actually felt like a food market. But yes. when you think about it, mm-hmm. it's just a little area with restaurants. Do you want like to know my food theory? Court. Do you want, do you want it was my just theory? done so well. It makes you feel like you're traveling through the really yes. tiny lanes and streets. They've like really compressed it. Okay, but I think it exists because of ports, because it's near the LA city ports. Oh, you and mean so, why is food yes, so diverse so, and international? But the ingredients there are so fresh and yeah. it's so amazing. And you're able to do it because you have the goods. If you don't have ah. the goods, you can't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you have to have the right fish. You have to have the right meat. You have yeah. to have the right noodles and all that stuff. It's so yeah. meticulous. Um, we ended the day with McCormick's ice cream. Shout out them. And my nephew spilled chocolate sauce in my car, but I love him, so it's okay. Yeah, and then today your niece um, played with a marshmallow like it was Play-Doh. That was my fault. In your car. I think both were my fault. <laughs> Having said that, you helped clean up the mess, so it's yes, all right. Yes, fair enough. Completely all right. Yes. I'm the sort of uncle that is like, oh, here's a chocolate chip cookie, just chill. Just like, here, just leave me alone for He gets minutes. them high and then they vomit, but then he cleans the vomit. Yeah, high on, like, on sugar. Absolutely. Yes. What did you think I was talking about? We, we can't. We have to be legal. A disclaimer that we're responsible people. Mm, we I are. think. I think that point has gone at the moment. People <laughs> have figured it out. <laughs> Derek like, G is a responsible smoker. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You have an interesting take on weed. You're not. You you believe that it should be in moderation, but you're a parent. So how does that impact your view on marijuana? Like, what are your what are your thoughts on it? So I have, I'm like very controversial mm. when it comes to this because I have friends who are in medical marijuana. Yes. And they... And they need it. And they... Well, that's not mine to say whether they need it or not. <laughs> I'm just talking about what they... How many are for glaucoma? <laughs> so both of them don't need it as much as they... Let will, on. At the, as they let on. Uh-huh. So first of all, it's just like having this license to do something that you would have done recreationally anyway Mm -hmm. but you have to pretend somehow it helps you yes so um talking to them and the funniest thing is one of them's from america one of them's from canada Mm -hmm. and everyone i speak to from canada they're so liberal on weed they're Mm -hmm. so liberal in their views of where it should be smoked and how it's you know, natural, how it doesn't impact you, that it makes me a little bit uh, hesitant. hesitant and skeptical. Yes. Because when someone's sitting there smoking up, driving a car, mm-hmm. or just doing it, you know, waking and baking, as the term is, and then they think it doesn't mm-hmm. impact you, it doesn't have any negative yeah. health problems. That's because, negligent. Yeah, I think that's negligent because mm-hmm. there are a lot of things that you should be more alert yeah. of and if you think it doesn't affect your brains or it has no neurological impact that mm. it's also incorrect i think you should do it but you should do it knowing that i'm doing this it is a drug i'll treat treat it respectfully how has motherhood changed this view because i feel like it has i i, I for think me, it would if yeah i, I think there. i was always cautioned about this okay i'm someone who just never yeah. had more than a drink or yes. never had 
more pot than I could handle. Or, you know, yes. like it's just, it's always been very, I'm a very, always done things in moderation. Occasional. You're an occasional user. And when it Absolutely. is, it's nice. So, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. It's mm-hmm. really, um, you know. You enjoy it more. Yeah, if it's once in a year. I think the last time was when you were <laughs> traveling with us and 31st of December. Okay, so yes. So, it's what, October now. So, that's, yeah, that's, that's just the, Yeah, but it's... Self-control, amazing self-control. Yeah, when I yeah. yeah, it's a once in a year or once in six months occurrence for me. So I'm I'm obviously very very, um, you know. What do you say to your son? Because obviously, like there will be, he's gonna be twenty one one day. Yeah, and he's gonna have tried it. But like, what do you? What would you tell him about it? Are you cool with him doing it? Like, obviously not. But no, I want to tell him what my beliefs are about it, which is that, <coughs> like alcohol, yeah. like, you know, um, sedatives like Valium, like any other drug, whether it's a recreational drug like cocaine or mm-hmm. you know, acid, or whether it's a medical drug like painkillers or something else that might be addictive or sleeping pills or mm-hmm. alcohol. I want to tell him that marijuana is fun. Marijuana is a good trip. Marijuana is something that... Marijuana should be it. Yeah, marijuana... Well, no, more like marijuana is also a drug. Yes. Don't think it's okay to do that and drive a vehicle or do that and go about your day-to-day world, go about your day-to-day life Mm -hmm. um, and tell yourself it's not a drug. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you tell yourself that Coke doesn't make you fat, it's really, you know, it's really you're tricking your mind. My God, did I tell myself that? (laughs) But Coke does make you fat. But (laughs) should you never drink Coke? No, you should. You should drink Coke. Oh, sorry. Wrong Coke. Oh, no, no. Continue. Continue as like Coca-Cola. Oops. So <laughs> Derek G is a has got his mind on one thing. Yes, and that is love. Um, so if you if yes. you if you tell if we don't go around saying Coca-Cola's doesn't make you fat, it yes. clearly does. The sugars make you fat, and now we don't have to sort of we don't sugarcoat it anymore. Yeah, and well, yeah, <laughs> nice. But, yeah, but Coca-Cola at one point <clears throat> advertised themselves as a health drink or mm-hmm. like a breakfast drink or yeah. whatever it was. It, they really advertise them in a way that no one really knew the dangers of excessive coke but it is a feel good it tastes yummy i think that's the approach i will caution my kids because i do let them have you know soft drinks what do you call it here soda yeah so i let my kids have soda i let my kids eat chocolate i let my (coughs) kids eat candy i let my kids eat birthday cake so it's not like i've cut sugars completely out of their lives but i let them have that with them knowing where it stands in the food group. Chocolate mm. cannot replace your meal. Candy cannot replace, yes. you know, your fruits and vegetables. So if I let, allow my kids to drink soda or eat cake and chocolates and candy, I will probably allow my child to do drugs. Say a little bit of it is fun in your life. But if you think that you can place that with your real life, then, yes. then, I, then I think you're being unrealistic to yourself. It's like you're just going to be a, uh, you know, an unhealthy person, an unhealthy child who eats soda and candy and blah, 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 because they want it in their life every day. Uh, what you just said was amazing. Thank you. Not only did it help your future son and daughter, which they will, they will hear this maybe one day, but it helped me. So Okay. So I'm kind of like, yep, I, I agree with what you said. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people do use it as a crutch, and we definitely don't want to endorse it. It can't take from your productivity. 
that's the way I kind of look at it. Absolutely. If it impacts your main goal. Like for me, I'm career oriented. And so if this impacts that, mm. then it has to stop. You know? Absolutely. That's kind of and the way if I it's impacting, it. um, you know, how mm-hmm. uh, lenient you are in yourself or how um, okay you are with being bored or doing little mm-hmm. with your life, maybe you should wonder if you're eating too much candy. Yes, eating too much candy. Yeah. Okay. So without further ado, folks, just be mindful of the candy you eat. (laughs) But I'm so grateful that you came here. This has been so awesome. And I can't wait to spend more time with you. Aww. You're my big sis. We need to do this down under. And thanks for having me. Yes, Melbourne. Today's song of the day comes from my favorite group, Above and Beyond. And I just want to thank Jono, Tony, and Pavo for making the music that they do and the Anjuna family for having the best fans in all of music. And I just want to say, get your sticky fingers out of my head. This is Sticky Fingers by Above and Beyond. Go kick ass this week.
just stick your fingers out of my 